Get tuned in to Beatco in the mornings, right here on Vocalo Radio, 91.1 FM. It's Vocalo Radio, 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music source. I'm your host, Biko, and I recently spoke with a prominent artist hailing from Chicago's East Side. He topped the Apple Music charts for his double album, Survivor's Remorse, and has a mental health awareness program known as Swerving Through Stress that has helped thousands of teens cope with PTSD and more. On the other side of the mic, I'd like to welcome my special guest, G Herbo. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, bro. Look, thank you for taking our time to slide. You've for been... Sure. Very busy. Yeah, man. I'm on the, on the road, man. On the road. <laughs> Look, you so busy, your cameraman is taking a nap with the camera on the side of it. like that, bro. I ain't gonna lie. This shit, it don't stop, man. The grind be 24-7. So, and my camera, I keep him with me, though. You know, I keep my cameraman with me, my personal assistant, my day-to-day, like, my security. We As long as I'm grinding, they grinding, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, Rest is important, man. You know. Yeah, rest is, well, but man. but have you? I mean, have you been getting you some rest lately? Um, though you I know? try, bro. I try to get rest, you know. But I'll I be built for it. I ain't gonna. Lie. I'm built for the grind. You know what I'm saying? Like I I do get rest, but like a little twenty minute nap be cool for me sometimes. You feel me? But I get my most sleep on the plane though. That's why I sleep the most. Yeah, definitely, and you mm-hmm. get you get to sleep through that turbulence yeah. too. <laughs> no, I don't wake up. I don't care what's going on on the plane. I don't wake up. I wake up when the wheels land. Oh, yeah. and before they take off, I'm already asleep. Yeah, see <laughs> that that good sleep right on. there. Now you know. Um, funny thing, yesterday I was in your neck of the woods, my brother, Seventy yeah. Knife in Essex. And um, you know, speaking of Essex, that's uh, that's the name of uh, your child yeah, as well. My son. Yeah, I named my son Essex, man. Oh, uh, I named my son Essex because. That name is it's an important, you know, name. Of course, I, it's just like remembering where I come from. And it was like a whole different for me just making it out of that. You know what I'm saying? It just, mm-hmm. I went into a, like a, a real like dark like place when my brother got killed. My brother died in January and my son wasn't born yet. Okay. Um, and like, I felt like seeing him be born, it was like a breath of fresh air, like, God sent for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I knew I was gonna name Essence, but just so much that I lost behind that block and just behind the city, that neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, and where I come from, and to see like my kid, and I, and it's like the reverse of that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that me naming him that is like it got a lot to do with my block, but it got nothing to do with it at the exact same time. You feel what I'm saying? It's like overcoming that, you know and. It's just I don't know. That's that's my little. That's my man. That's dope to hear though. Uh, like they say, with every death also comes a birth. Mm-hmm. And you know, and 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 I don't know much about you know you. Your, I mean, with that being your brother, I know that's that yeah. you just lost a chunk of your heart. I recently right. lost my father this year yeah. in a crazy that. situation. Yeah. So like I understand when you lose somebody close, it's hard to even come up out of that. Mm-hmm. And then you also give birth to you know your son. It's yeah. like yo. I, how? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was I, I was I was completely different around that time, you know, like I was just a, a angry person. Like I fell into like alcoholism and stuff like that, drinking all day. Um I wasn't really like nice to my girl, you feel what I'm saying? Like I was just angry. I was stressed out, you know what I'm saying? Cause I lost my little brother to something that he didn't deserve, you feel what I'm saying? Like, um it just made me just look at life completely different. Like I ain't really I wasn't myself I wasn't my normal self and I had to like get out of that you know what I'm saying and 
that's why I don't really mind talking about it because a lot of people experience, you know, this, these same feelings. And in order to really escape that, because you could get stuck into that forever. You feel what I'm saying? Like you will fall into this mental slump and stay that way. I, I feel like the music helped you through it too, which we we gonna yeah, get into because this project is bananas. Appreciate it, bro. Good luck, Rose. You're tuned in to Beat Go in the mornings, right here on Vocalo Radio, ninety one point one FM. You also had a little girl, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, my daughter Emmy. Has she made you soften up a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Is man having a daughter is completely different. I, I, you know, two sons. I'm rough. I'm be doing whatever with my kids. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm still like. To be completely honest, I'm still figuring it out, like having a daughter. Cause like, it's like like a little delicate flower, bro. I don't want to hold her wrong when she crying or uncomfortable. Like I just make my son stuck it out. I let them cry, you know. But when she cry, I want to immediately like give her to her mama or figure out what it is that's making her cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just different. Like I just feel like I want to give my daughter whatever, make her happy or comfortable for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like. I already know I'm raising a real little daddy's little girl. You feel what I'm saying? It's, it's completely different. Like, having sons, I don't, I'm rough. I can smack them around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't do that with my daughter. Yeah, like, she, daughter ain't going. She probably smack yeah, you around. I can't even picture myself <laughs> yelling at her, bro. Like, she just everything perfect to me. Wow. Yeah. That's that that that's that's God's gift to you, yeah. man. These kids change yeah, you, no, yo. I just said that today on FaceTime. I swear I just said, like, I feel like my daughter was like, I don't know, a reward for all the tough stuff that I've been through. Like, everything bad I went through. Like, just a ball of perfection, like, in a, in a girl. You know, it's, it's crazy. That's dope to hear, man. <laughs> Before we transition, your, uh, your son. Um, that's how you say his name, correct? Your son, yeah. Your son, right? Yeah. Some people are like, wait, his son? Yeah. <laughs> but your son, um, with him being, like, your firstborn, mm-hmm. like, what's something that he's taught you that helped you mature more as a family man? Um, how to just love unconditionally, you know what I'm saying? Like unselfish, like any, you know, it's like being a parent and you don't realize to you, there is nothing that you won't do for your child, a real parent, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing I won't do for, I mean, any of my kids, but just your son is like, that was like my first best friend for real. My son's still my best friend right now to this day. Like, I talk to him, like, I don't know. I don't even know if I talk to him like a friend or like a son. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think with me maturing as a man, and I was, I wouldn't say I was young when I had him, but I was 23. You feel me? Um, that was like young for me. Yeah. Um, it's like, um, me growing up, I, I was growing up with him. You feel me? Like, it's so, it's crazy sometimes. Like, I feel like I had to like get a little more firm to make him like respect me as his dad because I think he was starting to think like I'm just his real best friend like me and my son do everything together like I had him in the studio with me when he was young um when he was a baby like video shoots like my son is literally like my best friend he go everywhere I go you know what I'm saying and he remind me a lot of myself I was like that I was real advanced when I was young mm-hmm. when I was four I was hanging with my older cousins they was nine eight you feel me and he had it too but it's different because who who I I'm his dad. Then it's who his mom is. You know he exposed to so much in a good way. You feel what I'm saying like he he it's all knowledge, and I feel like it's gonna shape him into being like a real man or young where he able to like conquer the world. You know what I'm saying? And well, I mean, how has your kids helped amplify your music? Because uh, after the pan, you know, of course, throughout the pandemic, mm-hmm. a lot of things slowed down. But I feel like what we've been receiving from you lately. 
it's been some like your best work, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's only because of, I mean, my, my kids are definitely a reflection of, you know what I'm saying, me growing as an artist because I'm only growing as an artist because I've grown as a man. You feel what I'm saying? Like me maturing as a man, that got 100% to do with my kids. Me maturing and the man that I am right now, I owe to my kids completely. You feel me? So my music is just a reflection of that as well. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. And like I said, I have my kids in the studio with me and I want my music to like revolve around who I am as a person. And I'm a father before anything. You feel mm-hmm. me? So like, that's why I put my son, my kids on my music. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I want them. I want to be able to like embrace them through my music. I want them to embrace me, and I want to build generational wealth for them through my music. You feel what I'm saying? Like, once it gets to a point where it's not fun for me no more, or where I'm not focused on that, I don't even want to do music no more. With this project, I've learned that this was like one of your most emotional. Like, uh, uh, this album put you in an emotional state. Like you. Yeah. Actually, shed some tears putting this album together. For sure. Uh, what what led you to you know come to that emotional standpoint? Um, I think it was just like trauma and grief that I felt along the years. You feel me? Like, like I said, when my little brother died, and I went to this like mental slump. I never stopped working. I never stopped working. I never stopped going to the studio. I never stopped doing interviews. I never stopped doing any of the stuff that I'm doing. And I've been like this since I was. 16, 17, like even when I wasn't really going hard like I am now, I never stopped working. And I'm saying all that to say, like, uh, once I figured out how to lock in and, like, maybe just keep myself busy and work and make sure that I get out of these circumstances because it was hard for me, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, growing up, it was hard, bro. I didn't know if I was going to die. I didn't know if I was going to go to jail. I didn't know if I was going to make it. And I made it. Yeah. So it's like triumph for me, you know what I'm saying? And, that's what survivor's remorse was for me. Like all of those emotions and everything I felt over these 10, 12 years of me rapping, it's like it was all bottled in one and I was able to like release it. Cause I've had my moments, you know, I had big moments in my career and moments of triumph, you feel what I'm saying? But it was like, now I know I'm here. Like I'm here to stay, you feel what I'm saying? Like, Man, I never really felt like that. That's crazy before. to hear because out of all, you've put out classics, I put out classics. Man. I got a fan base out this world. My fans love me, and I always been like, it not like if I want to throw the humble card out the window. Like I was, I've been like you are humble legendary beast. for a minute. You feel what I'm saying, and I know that, but it's like now it's different for me. Like I know I'm here to stay. I'm I'm getting a. I feel like maybe on the outside or the inside looking out, and I'm just so locked in, working, focused. I ain't never felt like. I was getting my flowers or the respect that I deserved in the industry. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like now I ain't doing nothing but taking it. And it's only because I deserve it. Like, I'm taking it now because I deserve it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so I went through a lot of emotions, like emotions recording this album because people just feel like it's all good and it wasn't all good for me. You've been independent. Yeah. doing this for a long time with Machine, yeah. uh, Machine Entertainment Machine Group. Machine You know since, what I'm saying? Since, since what, 15? From the start to the finish, man. So, like, how how do you and, like, how do you and Mickey Halstead keep this solid foundation, man? Um, Man, it just come from, you know, like, loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, Mick, and JB, we've been, you know, in, in business since I was 16 years old, 15 years old, you feel what I'm saying? So you can only imagine what we actually went through to get here, you know what I'm saying? And all the hiccups and ups and downs, you feel me? Like, And that's just because 
we all been trying to build something worth keeping, worth having. Like, we not, it's never been perfect. Like, we didn't get into it many a times. It's been times where I didn't talk to Mick for almost a year. I ain't talked to JB for probably the same amount of time, you know what I'm saying, if not longer. But that didn't mean we ever, like, stopped caring for each other or stopped believing in each other or disrespected each other. So it's like when you building a team like that and you go off of morals and principles, Anything is just a conversation that's always able to be fixed. You feel what I'm saying? And it's never been about money with us. And that's why we here now. Like, it's never been about no money. Like, I ain't never been in no situation where, like, I need some money right now. I need to go get some money. Or I need to go sign to a label. Or I ain't making enough money being independent. Or I want this right now. I want that. No, it's always been about building with us, bro. And that's why we here. You know what I'm saying? So being independent, especially as an artist, is betting on yourself and believing in yourself. So when I was in in a state or a position where it's like I wasn't even focused. Mm -hmm. You know, they still believing in me and they still betting on me. And when I got focused, I understood that. So now I'm willing to believe in them and bet on them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it gotta be like that. You know, it gotta be a two-way street. Whatever my whatever my weaknesses are, they gotta be their strengths. Strength, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And the other way around, you know? So, um, man, we blessed to still be here, bro. And, this really feel like it's just the beginning. After all this time, we've been doing this for over 10 years. You feel what I'm saying? It still feel, like, it the still feel like the beginning. You're listening to Beat in the Mornings, right here on Vocalo Radio. I'm pretty sure you had several offers, yeah. several labels yeah. coming your yeah. way. Yeah. And then you make the decision, like, you, you link up with uh, Republic. Mm -hmm. And with you linking up with Republic, like, how has that has that altered anything with uh, Machine? Uh, no, not at all, not at all. Um... Just really just aligning partnerships, you know, like even, and that's what I was always taught, like JB always taught me that, and that's why I, I, I love and respect JB so much because he allowed me room to grow. Like the same things that he tell me now in the conversations that we have now when I'm 27, we had these same conversations when I was 16, I just wasn't listening, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just wasn't listening to what he was saying, you know? So like all we ever, all we ever did was just align partnerships where um, Republic, for example, like they they allow us room to grow. You feel me? That's what their purpose is. That's the purpose that they serve for us. Allow us room to grow our business. Believe in us. You feel what I'm saying? Give us the freedom to grow our business and grow our brand. That's that's Machine and 150 Dream Team. They invested in us. You know what I'm saying? And and we believe in them as well because we believe that they gonna be able to help us grow our brand. You feel what I'm saying? So. Shout out to Republic. It's been it's been great since I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Like, How long so far? It's like been a year yeah, and some change. It's been over a year. It's yeah. been over a year. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, you released twenty five. Yep, right? I released two five with yeah. Republic and now Survivors with Morris, and they excited. Like when I go talk to them, they like more music. What a music! <laughs> they just want me to keep dropping, and I ain't never been in a situation like that where they giving me freedom to like, I ain't gonna say freedom cause we always been independent, but like mm -hmm. the green, like I'm not gonna say freedom, the green, like we like we want you to do you. Y'all got it figured out, y'all know the formula. Drop the music, we Have don't even care, we it. gonna support it. Have fun with it, you know what I'm saying? And that allowed me to be like a, the best artist I could be. Now, now, now they all challenging me to, oh, what do I wanna drop a deluxe? Do I wanna See, drop another album? That's what I was gonna ask do you. Do I wanna get on to the next album? Is that hey. partly the reason why Side A became also a Side B? Um, Yeah, one of the reasons for sure. Like, they was they was all for it when I told them, like, man, I got 30 songs hard that I'm ready to put out right now. They like, put them all out. You feel what I'm saying? And that's how we really, you know, figured out the A and B side. But on, on another note from that, like, 
I wanted it to tell a story. Like I didn't want to just drop 30 songs because I got 30 hard songs. I wanted it to tell the story of survivors and morse. But everybody not going to buy into that. Like everybody doesn't, like I'm, I'm, what I mean by everybody, like every company, every label, sometimes they ain't with that. They like, no, we don't want you to drop 25 songs at once. We want you to drop 12 and then wait and drop the other, you know what I'm saying? Do the 12 with the deluxe. They like, go crazy, do you, drop them. I'm with it, you feel what I'm saying? When I went and met them, this was before my project dropped. They like, bro, we got the we got the mechanics over here in this building, in this machine right here. We gonna join this machine with y'all machine. You could drop tonight if you want to. Like, he, they told me that when I play my music, they like, we don't care. Y'all could put it in the system right now. And that gave me all the motivation to be like. That's leverage right now. Oh, yeah, no, I'm finna really go to work now. I'm about to make sure all everything that I got is align and order. If y'all telling me that I could drop and be successful with this that I'm just putting in front of y'all right now, let me go really package it the right way, you feel what I'm saying, so I could deliver it the right way. And it was successful, bro. I be wanting to see more artists help out their communities. Yeah. And you are one of those artists that you, help out the community in a major way, uh, swerving through stress. Yeah. You know, I feel like that that's big, man. Like, especially knowing that you were diagnosed with PTSD yeah. before we even get into it. How, how have you been coping lately? Been okay? Yeah, I've been good. You know, just the name alone, like, I want people to understand, like, swerving through stress is finding a way to to take your pain and what you're going through and make it a part of your journey, where it's like, you really swerving through it, like, you navigating through it. Like, I really want people to just sit down and break down the meaning of the word, swerving through, I mean, the, the swerving through stress, the whole initiative. is like, I, of course, I find my ways to cope, you know what I'm saying, and that's what I want. That's why I'll speak about it. That's why I want to go back and help my community because all you're trying to do is just find a way to be the best version of yourself. You got to find ways for you to cope and deal with and and be able to deal with, you know what I'm saying, your trauma and the things that you're experiencing on a day-to-day. And a lot of these kids don't know how, you feel what I'm saying? And especially, like, I don't think people really understand the reality of being from Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Just being from here, bro, is crazy. It's crazy. You know, you know I don't think we even think about it we until we leave and go normal. to another yeah, city. Until we leave and go somewhere else or people from other cities like, man, what y'all got going on out there? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We like, Shit, y'all got some <laughs> stuff going on out here, but it's like, it's different here, bro. Like, just the way we was raised to not process our feelings, that alone, you know, like just not being able to process your feelings or not wanting to, it creates. A, a stigma of just being numb and not caring, being heartless. Bro, I just said when I was in the streets, I was heartless. I ain't really care about nothing. A lot of these kids don't care about nothing. They don't want to open up. They feel like they don't got nobody to talk to. They don't got nobody to look up to. All they got to look up to is the rappers. So it's like, if it ain't nobody like myself that's showing you, like, nah, this ain't the way, bro. Don't do what I did. Because this only going to bring you years of heartbreak and trauma. And you're going to be trying to figure it out at 27 like me. I'm just lucky enough to, blessed. I ain't going to say lucky. I'm blessed to be able to, like, have made it and just use my hardships as something to add fuel to my fire. Like, I just had the fire in me in my eyes. I was determined to make it. You know what I'm saying? That's just because I got a real lion heart. Like, whatever, by any means, I'm going to get where I need to be. And if you in my way, you fool. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I learned that in a negative way. I wasn't, like, I feel like we should have those tools by somebody pouring the resources in us. We shouldn't have to go through trauma and go through you know what I'm saying? Negative things to feel like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna make it by any means. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, we learn that from so much negativity. Like, 
I would have been better off. I would have been a better version of myself. I'd be more successful. I just said this today, 10 times more successful if I had somebody like myself to talk to me when I was 16 years old, like myself, not Mick, not JB, not nobody old or my dad, somebody like myself that I look up to who I feel like he cool. I want to be like him. I ain't had it. And these kids don't have it. You know what I'm saying? They do and now. They, they do now. You feel <laughs> me? Like, they and they need now. it, bro. They need ha- it. Have you seen any changes in, in some of the kids that's been Absolutely. Tar- partaking? Yesterday, bro, I just did something yesterday. Me and my homie McKinley, we was at Pullman Community Center. I was hooping with the kids, right? No, you ain't got no games. No, I was man. decent. I hit a game, win a couple <laughs> buckets, you know, a couple assists, deals, nothing major. You know what I'm saying? No big deal on that. <laughs> but nah, for real, though, like, I was talking, and when I sat down, I'm like, I told him, like, just straight up, like, bro, I'm here for y'all. Any questions y'all want to ask, any, they ain't know how to, like, initiate the conversation. And I was already like, just, it, it messed me up because we learned how to treat a, before I went to talk to the kids, mm-hmm. and they taught us how to treat a gunshot wound, you feel me? And it tripped me out, like, these kids, bro. You got to teach them how to do that just in case they may need it, at practice or helping save in one of their brother's life or their sister life or their best friend. You know what I'm saying? We really, they taught us how to do that right there. And that's the reality of what they up against. So it already threw me off, you feel me, mentally, because I would just be dealing with my own trauma. And it's like, mm-hmm. Early on, we needed that too, but we shouldn't even have to learn how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm saying all that to say, like, when I really was sat down and talked to the kid, and I'm just, just open up, just telling them, just how I feel about like what they going through and what I went through and how to like compare to, you know what I'm saying? And that I understand them, I feel them. They started, they weren't saying nothing at first. They was just quiet. You know, I talked for like, I talked myself for like 20 minutes, and then I let them talk. And then that's when they started to open up. They telling me like, yeah, I'm dealing with this. I just lost so-and-so. They wasn't like that at first. It took for me to open up, for them to open up. I had to show them that I cared. Like, it ain't like, oh yeah, G Herbo, I'm I'm getting paid to show up here. Hey, say what's up, take some pictures. Like, no, I'm really trying to save y'all life. You're tuned in to Beat Go in the Mornings, right here on Vocalo Radio, 91.1 FM. Is, is there still openings for, you know, uh, shorties to Absolutely. Uh, we take the kids in every day, swirling I mean, through stress. Uh, Project Switch, man, me and my brother McKinley, we locked all the way in, you feel what I'm saying? So we about to really join forces and just make that one big initiative in a minute, you know what I'm saying? But swerving through stress, the IG, yeah, we got our Instagram. We got the facility, our school. That's what know, I was going to get into, Overton, yeah. Yeah, we got the school, the facility. We about to really turn into a real multimedia facility where it's like it's going to Chicago never had nothing like this, especially from an artist, you feel what I'm saying? Somebody like myself. Did, did you, uh, is that a school you went to at all? No, I didn't go to Overton. Okay. We just bought it. We bought the land. Because, you know, schools. Yeah, it was vacant. The schools down, got shut down. Yeah. I was in school when they shut all them schools down. You know, I think I was still in grammar school or something like that. Um, and that was one of them CPS schools that got shut down. Like, I remember our teachers going on strike. And, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I only had, it's only so many teachers in my life that I, that, like, I felt like genuinely cared about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a problem. You it is the same. You go to school, it's like, they just tell them because they got to work there. They don't want to deal with these they kids. They don't care what these kids up against when they leave school or if you ate or why you upset, why you angry. Yeah, I'm angry. It's, it's 11 o'clock and I got to wait till one thirty to eat. I'm hungry. My mama be tripping and I don't got no love at home. I, I can't wait to wake up and hang with my friends. That's the only time I smile. You feel what I'm saying? And these kids, these teachers... They not tapping into that. They don't care what you're going through. You feel what I'm saying? So 
Uh-huh. Yeah, you gonna remember the, the ones that do count. Yeah, you gonna remember them. I could name them. I know they names See? still to this day. See? You feel yeah. like I know what teachers cared about me and which ones didn't. And like we gotta change that. You know what I'm saying? So with Overton, what's like Overton? What's the... Like we not too focused on like curriculum. We focused on like showing like trades. You know what I'm saying? Like engineering. We got the studio there, of course. We gonna have to record in studios. Uh, I'm building my own team of like videographers, like videography. They gonna teach that, you know what I'm saying? Arts, you feel me? Like mental health awareness, mental wellness, like all of that. Therapists there, you feel what I'm saying? Like we gonna have a swimming pool there. Like we doing something different for the city that ain't never been done. And I heard you say, you know, you spending a lot of money out your pocket, but how can you know people help with that? Yeah. Like donate and contribute to making hit, this thing hit Teresa successful. Up, man, we gonna figure it out. <laughs> but a lot of people, like a lot of people, didn't already like hit me about like trying to help. You know what I'm saying? Like willing to help. You know. Um, so really, it's just me getting all my ducks in a row. You feel what I'm saying? Getting all my eggs in one basket, so we could just press the green light. But it's already in motion. Like we already, it's already a go. You feel what I'm saying? So look, survivor's remorse side A. Side B is out. Yes, sir. It also cracked Apple Music charts. Yeah, yeah. You know, Chicago, look, we, Chicago got a trophy right there, boy. Everybody was so happy. Yes, sir. Like, yes, Herb got one. Yeah, man. And, um, one. I mean, do you celebrate? Do you still celebrate your album releases, or at least um, did you celebrate? I celebrated this one. You know, it, it dropped the day before my birthday, so I had to celebrate. My birthday was on October 8th. It dropped on the 7th. And, you know, it was so crazy, though, like, I didn't really celebrate my birthday. I was celebrating my album release. Like, that was more important to me than my own birthday. I feel like Survival's Remorse is really telling my journey mm-hmm. in a way that I never told it before. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so hearing you say that, what's the toughest record on this this album for you that you know, that you recorded? What was that the, I recorded. Yeah. That was, like, a hard tough, Yeah, that was tough for you. Um, The last song on the whole album, the Remorse outro to close it out, you know, it was just, like, Emotional, talking about my little brother. Um, outside looking in, that's the only song that I wrote on the album. I ain't, I ain't wrote no music in a long time. I actually wrote that song. You feel me? Um, it took me like four hours to record that. It's probably the longest it ever took me to record a song before talking in third person. And it's like I just want to tell my story in a way. It's like it's me. Like I don't care to prove nothing. Or I don't care to talk to the critics or get on the internet and voice my opinion about certain things or how I feel. Like I'm gonna just tell you my music, you feel me? And this half, like, if I was to have an open conversation about everything that you white want to talk about that's related to me, just listen to my album. You know, I gotta ask you what song you want us to spin. But before I get into that, man, it was a pleasure man, having thank you. you. Bro. I thank you for taking out time because, like for I said, sure, you've been sure, hitting we up a lot of schools. You've been home team, showing man. love. I gotta come show love to everybody, man. When I'm back in this, I just love being home, bro. It's definitely a pleasure to, sure, to have you come through and show love. Uh, Anytime you're in the city, you already know. Yes, we sir. Here. My brother. Um, I mean, with that being said, let people know what song, what song you want me to spin for, for everybody. Let's see what we gonna spin. One of my favorite songs off the um project is it's a tie between one on A and B. If I had to choose, it'd be between Paid and um and Torn. Okay. Them two of my favorite songs. You know yeah, what? We gonna, I'm going to go paid. I'm going to go with paid, man. We're going to play paid. It's been paid. Man, man we finna get in the paid. My young and, boy, and, Essence and, Block. And man. you know what we going to do? We going to also get in the tour during the Windy City exactly. album. Exactly. You yes, feel sir. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> I got you covered. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you sliding <laughs> and taking out time, man. Okay. Again, thank you, bro. I know that. So, might as well keep that. I got baby Essence out here in the rack with me. It's okay, man. <laughs>
I got my gun on my lap, still I changed my life, I got my son on my lap, been on a run, I can't nap, I had a run before rap, if I ain't strapped, then we can scrap, but I was young, making the clap, no soldier, mention us get whacked, I could.